Welcome to another episode of Rap in Order. I'm First Class Reg. And I'm Tori and B. And today we're going to be getting into Attention Deficit. It's uh, it's Wale's debut album that was released in uh, 2009. Uh, it featured his big single with Lady Gaga, um, Chillin'. It had Jazz, Jasmine Sullivan on it, Gucci Man. Um, it had a slew of different producers. You had the Neptunes, you had Cool and Dre. Uh, DJ Green Lantern even even um, gave an assist, and uh, I forget was this your idea, Torian? You you pitched this one, right? Um, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I guess I'll I'll take that. Um, yeah, you mentioned Gucci Mane is on the album, right? Yes. Okay, and Bumby. Oh yeah, and Bumby is on this album. So and, um, um, it was executive, and, and and the executive producer on the album was Mark Ronson. Yes, yeah, that's that's very good to note too because it mm -hmm. um, you'll notice that if you are familiar with Mark Ronson's work, you can definitely hear his influence on this and his direction on this. Um, but this is a really interesting album from Wale. Um, when we did want to do this, uh, we spoke to the we spoke to the group and like nobody really had anything that was really bad to say about this album, and so I had us thinking, like, well. How could we talk about this and, and still make it engaging? And I think we came up with the idea um, of the fact that Wale's career has hasn't been the same since. Are we showing? Are we showing us? Torian showing us his water progress. This nigga is drinking two liters of water a day. Two gallons. So man. two gallons. Yeah, two gallons. Sorry, two gallons of water a day. So. If he yeah, runs out of bathroom breaks this episode, exactly. Um, but nonetheless, Wale took a much different direction from the music that you hear on this album when he joined MMG. A lot of his a lot of his cultural following and a lot of his fans that he has to this day are still loyal to this sound, though. And how do you think that that affected his career? Personally, I think that. Uh... A lot of people feel Wale earlier in his career, and that's why he's so bitter. And um, this this project, right, and everything that like led up to this, hundred he had two projects before this, right? But like we all got to know Wale after Hundred Miles of Running, um, mixtape about nothing. Back to the Future came out after this project, but it was still, you know, it was still like a, a huge deal surrounding it, right? So mm -hmm. when this when when Wale was doing all of this and like he was interested in it, he was very much like a, a, a everyman. And I think that, you know, a lot of people could relate to Wale. And there were a lot of things that like he was doing culturally that was like the like most normal, like most down to earth normal thing. I'll say this much. Of of all the rappers that came out with him, right? Kendrick, um Drake, um Cole, right? I'll say only maybe Big Sean was as in, entrenched in like the culture as Wale was. And when I say that, I'm talking about in like fashion culture and just like knowing like what's going, like being in the know about shit and like being and like being friends with people that are in the know. Do you agree with that, Reg? Would you? Would you? Would you? I agree with that. Um, that that kind of had like that same tra trajectory at that same time. Yeah, I feel like him and Big Sean were on like the same wavelength. Whereas, like a lot of things, they understood like a lot of things that were coming. They basically like knew what was cool. Like they they were very much like they they 
they were kind of like influencers before influencers was a thing, right? Mm. So I think that with this project, it was kind of like a no-brainer for like Wale to be a superstar. He signed the Interscope Records. Interscope Records literally make stars. That's the that's the label like that makes stars. You got, you know, you got Dr. Dre, you got 50 Cent, you got Eminem. Um the Rough Riders were over at at Interscope. Like Interscope, you know, and and, and the Black Eyed Peas, the, the names goes on and on for the, for the record label of Interscope, right? Um, and I just think that with Wale, there were a lot of things that like were put on the back burner because so many other artists came out at the same time, but Wale didn't have that cosign. His cosign was Mark Ronson, who is not entrenched in the hip hop world like that. He's respected in the hip hop world, but mm-hmm. Mark Ronson isn't the same as having a Dr. Dre cosign, having a Jay-Z cosign, having a Kanye West cosign, you know? And I think that it, it it says a lot. And I think that's why, like, early on in his career, like, when him and Cuddy had, like, his little little thing, for whatever reason, like, I think Kanye was hoping that, I mean, Kanye, Wale was hoping that Kanye might, you know, I- extend, you know, his hand, be like, yo, come come hang out, you know, come be around us, like, or how Kanye did with Two Chains. Just, just be around us. And for some reason, like, it just didn't happen. Didn't Cuddy say something like, yo, um, nobody even like your shit? Yeah, like basically, like yeah, like I don't. That shit. That was some real mean girl shit that Cuddy yeah. that Cuddy did with Wale, and it's really fucked up. But you know, nobody talks about that. Everybody mm-hmm. loves Cuddy. It's cool. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I I I I really think that we don't we don't take into consideration the reason why Wale is the way that he is, and I understand like some people say like he gets in his own way and everything like that, but pretty much he had all like that like. In, in, in baseball, they call it a five-tool player. He had everything, right? I'm not saying he Wale was the best rapper, but he could rap with the best. Um, he wasn't. He's not the most handsome guy, but he's not an ugly guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he's 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 not. Um, he doesn't make like the he doesn't make the best songs, but his songs chart. Like everything just made sense for him. Like a, as a rapper, like he could do he could do a little bit of everything very well. Yeah. Um, he could step he could step into any pocket. He can make he can make a song for women. He can make a song for strip clubs. He can make a song to get you to get you um in a, like a, a hyped up mood. Um, you know, he was a former athlete, so he know how to he knew how to do some of those things. So I, it was just a little. Wale became like this guy that um that I look to for like really clear sports reference. But yes, um, Wale just didn't get. I, I just think that Wale was failed by a lot of people in the industry, and that's why he's so bitter. And I know it's usually funny to make. I know it's usually the, the cool thing to make fun of Wale or say he's always complaining. But I think that he has every right to be angry, especially with like a really good debut album like the one that he has right here. His debut. Yeah. I, I'll say this: his, de- his debut album is better than Drake's. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> I was listening. I was listening to this album, um, and I was like, "Damn!" Like, I feel like. I was programmed to hate this album for some reason. Cause when I was listening back, I'm like, damn, this album was actually pretty good. Like, cause I hadn't, I don't think I heard this album since 2009. So like when it came up, I was like, damn, this is like refreshing. Hadn't heard it in a while. The instruments, he doesn't even rap on beats like this anymore. Like it, he, oh man, he, uh, Wale, he made, yeah, this is full, full throttle go go Wale. He doesn't rap on shit like this no more. So like when I was listening this morning, I'm like, damn, like this is like really good. And you understand more 
why his fan base was disappointed when he uh when he debuted on MMG with 600 bends. That was like his debut song with MMG because it was such a turn. Like that that's not the type of shit that he rapped on. So like for me, I was just still kind of a Wale fan, so I was just happy that he was with MMG because I wanted to see him do good. But when you listen to shit like this, where this is like the essence of 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 his artistry, then you you understand more. So I mean, I'm interested to see today is our today our guest um is gonna be LA from What's a Good Guy. Shout out to LA. Um and and I know he has some thoughts on on Wale, especially in this time frame and in the blog era. So uh I want to hear from him. Um anything else you had to add before we get into this one? Um I'm I'm actually pretty excited to take this trip down, you know, memory lane, especially talking about the blog era. So yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. So without further ado, this is case 141, attention deficit. Welcome to another episode of Rap in Order. I'm First Class Reg. And I'm Tori and B. Today we have a special guest by the name of LA. What's up, bro? What's up, guys? Today, today's episode is going to focus on Attention Deficit, which is the debut album from Wale. It came out in 2009 and it featured such guests as Bun B. You had a production from the Neptunes. You had a Gucci Man on this, Jasmine Sullivan, Chrisette Michelle. The big single, of course, from Lady Gaga, Melanie Fiona, J. Cole, Marsha Ambrosius. Um, and you know, if you know Wale now, you know this is a this was a big departure from the artist that he is now. Um, so it was interesting, and we wanted to kind of talk about how his career has changed since then and how um like for better or for worse, like what do you think? Because we we've talked about Wale on here for like a few times before, but not in this way, in the sense that we're comparing. Okay. And when you look at, when you look at, oh, what's up? I didn't say you anything, said I'm just excited. No, 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 no. Yeah. When you look at how his career started out, you know, and Wale is over 10 years in this thing now, uh, and he's a vet, but he's not looked at that way. He's not, he's not looked at as this dude that came up with some of the big, biggest artists in the world currently. Like you got Drake as like the the spearhead of that, right? You see how they came into the game around the same time, and they went very different directions. Um, so, LA, what do you think about how Wale's career has ended up where he where he is now compared to where he was? I think Wale's career panned out just fine. Now, is he the superstar that Cole and Drake is, or maybe even Big Sean? Probably not, but uh, two number one albums since this album that debuted at 21. Um, two number one albums, a number two album that would have been number one if, you know, Justin Bieber wasn't in the way. 
So mm. I think he, I think he, I think he did all right. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, an artist in his rookie year, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't cut the best sword or the best slice of the pie out of everybody that out of the debut. You know, Big Sean, Big Sean had um, Kanye West. Uh, Drake had Cash Money. J. Cole had uh, Rock Nation. You know? It's kind of mm-hmm. behind the eight ball. And even though Wale was managed by uh, Rock Nation during this album, he wasn't a Rock Nation artist. So he didn't have the the mega co-sign. So you could kind of look at it as a, as a kid who 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 went undrafted in the league and went on to to have a couple of all-star appearances, some a deep playoff run and and some standout uh, defining moments in his career. So I think attention deficit was a uh was a solid debut that's underrated in his catalog, but you know, he had to be he had to be the underdog in this case. I would equate um Wale to be a a, a Jimmy Butler type player, you know? He came in being one thing, and he developed into something else. You know, Jimmy Butler came in strictly on defense as a defensive uh, stopper. Wale mm-hmm. was a go-go rapper, and then over the time, he developed a, a skill set that you know he he wasn't uh, he wasn't just focused on defense anymore. His lyricism improved, his beat selection improved, his content improved, or it got versatile. Because I think out of all the uh, his classmates, Wale, is the most lyrical out of uh, everybody. That's my opinion, and I will stand on that. Um, okay. I, I can't, I can't see, I can't see uh, anything that Wale, Wale, maybe not, maybe doesn't have the uh, the fan base as the bigger crowd, but you know, at the end of the day, he does have one of the uh, one of the true. Uh, core followings that an artist can have, you know, Wale would be okay forever. Wale got songs that will tour forever. Wale got a wedding song, you know. I feel like those these these are certain artists that that has a song that are uh that are solidified for the rest of their lives, and it may be quote unquote a funeral song, or quote unquote graduation song, or quote unquote wedding song. Wale has a wedding song. You know, and that that's that's amazing to me. I don't think the attention deficit Wale would be able to produce a matrimony without evolving. Yeah, absolutely. Those are those are great points. Um, but I think more so <coughs> what we wanted to talk about was, was the fact that, you know, a lot of his a lot of his core fans are still attached to this sound. I feel. I think I think as he does grow, because I remember um, I remember the disappointment that people had when he joined MMG because his sound changed so much. And I think, yeah, but I think you know what happens is, and naturally you just lose some people on the come up. But you know what's crazy? Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, fuck. Oh shit, 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 shit. Was it ambition? Uh. Or was Which it one? The next, it was a. It, he was. He has a. Uh, he has a song called "The Helium Balloon." No, that's uh, that's the album about the nothing. Album about nothing. There you go, guys. Yeah. And he, and he yeah. talks about this. 
Yeah. And he talks about this. And and you know what's crazy? I felt that way with uh I know this is not about Wale, but I felt that way with Drake for a while. But I just had to adjust to it because I was a Drake fan when um he he put out uh Room for Improvement. Mm-hmm. And I I was early on that and it was crazy enough he used to ship um the mixtapes from his mother's crib. So like we knew his address. That's how personal we had the connection with and he would he had a blog post called uh, all things fresh and like yeah. we could we could actually engage with that and then um after a while it was like damn this no longer is the same nigga you know what i'm saying yeah, especially yeah. when especially when over came out i'm like who wait what the fuck is yeah. this <laughs> i'm never, never like you know what i'm saying what the fuck is this so i feel like wale's fans had a what the fuck is this moment when we heard him on 600 beds yeah that's what it was but if you listen to the lyrics of 600 bends right wale is still wale i think it's the trap i think who he's next to and i think what comes after that what is what stands people off but with a compilation album, you ju- you just got sixteen bars. That may be the first sixteen somebody has, but it's like it was like, yo, bro, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like, get it, but, is, but 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 let me ask you a question. What did you yes, think? Sir. I don't understand. What did he made Nike boots? That's what I'm saying. So like, like um, I'm just saying like, but that was but like that was before his debut album. So I don't understand like why. I'll be honest with you. I don't understand why it was um, jarring to people when he signed with MMG. Right? He needed he needed to be next. To, there was no way he was going to good music. Kid Cudi, for whatever reason, blocked that. Right? Kid Cudi did not like that nigga. Right? He 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 essentially needed to go to a label that had. Uh, he essentially needed to go to a to a label that had a, a figurehead. And he made that the right could, decision because I think at that yeah. time Ross was MTV's hottest rapper of the year. Mm-hmm. When that when that right, top yeah. ten list sense. was important. And I'll be honest with you, even though um Ross and Meek have some of the more notable songs, I think that Wale got more out of being signed to, to Maybach Music Absolutely. Group than Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I think Absolutely. I think that uh I think that Meek got more Meek has Meek has gotten more notoriety and press. I'm not trying to be funny in this. I know I take jabs at me, but Meek got more notoriety and press for for dating Nicki Minaj, beefing with Drake, and going to jail than his music. My personal opinion. Yeah, Wale Wale Wale's career was uh, it was it was looking shaky after the Interscope, bro. Like he had one of those rare instances where you get dropped after your debut, like no second chance. But he no didn't. Struggle. He didn't get no. But that's not what happened. Mark Ronson basically said that he didn't want to do it anymore. So Interscope was like, well, if you're not here anymore, the fuck are we going to do with him? So Wale was just in limbo. And that's why he was able to, like, leave and, like, not owe anything. Like, he pretty much, like, got to keep his advance and okay, had to take so, shit back. Okay, so boom. He didn't get dropped. He got released. Does that sound better? I'm just saying, like, he, I, I, I actually... Yeah. We want to make sure that I that I I, I speak well. Of you're right. Yeah. You're right. I I I don't want to uh I don't want to make it sound like uh Interscope said get the fuck out of here. You're no good. You piece of shit. It was like yo, yeah. you could go. 
yeah, yeah, like, but, that's like, but, but you gotta look at it that way though, right? He's still if we're comparing and, and you know what you know why I feel like this sucks for Wale in a sense is because look who he came out with. You know what I'm saying? First of all, his double XL freshman cover is debatably top three, right? And if they didn't yeah. fuck up with right, okay, okay, cool. So if they didn't and, and if they wasn't petty and leaving off Drake and Nicki on that cover, that would have been the greatest cover ever in hip hop for a draft class, right? You think they were you think they were petty? I think they just missed it and then they tried to get it right, but then By they were giving like, them their solo. They gave them their yeah, solo they gave, covers. They gave them their own cover. Yeah. That was a hell of a miss. I don't think that they missed I I thought well, I could be wrong, but I thought that they said that they thought that they wouldn't be able to get them or something like that. But like they like I think like they never reached out because they were like they're already too big for us to reach out and and like they were like extremely mistaken. Maybe they said that to save Facebook. Yeah. Well, yeah, but 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 potentially we all know what that draft class consists of. Nikki, right? Drake, uh, Sean, Cole. We'll throw Cuddy in there. Wiz. That's a powerful class. You know what I'm wasn't saying? Nip- wasn't Nipsey in there? Nipsey was in there. You know what I'm saying? But Miss- Nipsey developed later on. But but boom, yeah. look at this. Look at this. Look how long it took Nipsey to fully develop and the patience that we gave Nick to become who he is. While mm-hmm. I didn't get that grace. You know what I'm saying? Because really, it's very different. You know why? You know why it's different, though? Because Wale... Wale and Nipsey went very different routes. Nipsey went about it and trying to, he went about it in ownership. Ownership yeah. things. So us as listeners and us as consumers, we know that ownership takes a little longer. So of course we give you that grace period. With Wale, it was just about getting it right with your management, with your team, shit, with your music. That's all. That's what but, he had to but, get right. But even that, they right? Had, even- they just had different... But- Shit, I'll even say this much. I'm sorry to cut you off. Now go ahead. Nipsey had had strong men around him. So he had Big U. He had uh, Steve Ripken, right? And he had his brother. So a lot of the people that he had around him was actually able to, like, you know, keep him solid. And And Johnny Snipes. Don't forget Johnny Snipes. And Johnny Snipes. I apologize. My apologies, right? So he had those people that were able to, like, keep him grounded. Jimmy Iovine wasn't talking to Wale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. Mark Ronson, you know what I'm saying? Is like he's a creative, like he's a musician, but like he's not like a uh he's not an executive that's really gonna like say, like, yo, we're behind you, don't worry, you got this. And so, you know like, what I, the you, sorry, sorry, bro. Go ahead. Sorry, 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 sorry. I thought you was dying. No, I wasn't finished yet. Thanks, LA. So oh. uh, you know, it like it he did he just didn't have that. And I also feel like uh like basically for me. For this case, I, I feel like there is a blame for like why things aren't different. Like, of course, like his career is fine. Like, he doesn't have to work again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he can do things for his family and everything like that. You know, um, he he's a well known. He's a he's known all over the world. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld is his friend. I think if Jerry Seinfeld is your friend, you can call him anytime you want. That makes you kind of want that life, right? But I feel like the culprit for the for like basically everything that happened is Mark Ronson. I think that he should have done more to to ensure that Wale's career did as good as it, it as as it could have gone. Like obviously, like you know, whatever happened with Mark Ronson and Interscope happened, but I I kind of noticed that like he had like Mark Ronson has like a, a kind of a pattern here. He did 
the similar thing with Amy Winehouse. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like it's like you know he finds these talented artists and he works with them, but then like when they need him most, he's nowhere to be fucking found. I'm sorry, sorry to, like make go. it dark, but I'm done. What you about to say, LA? I think the first mistake, if we're talking about attention deficit, right? The first mistake is the lead out, chilling. It sets a false, uh, a bad narrative on what the artist Wale is supposed to be for the, for the mainstream audience. That was probably Jimmy Iovine, bro. Gaga was hot, hottest. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand. That's that's a that's a bad that's a bad uh that's a bad record to lead out with because it sets a bad precedent for me. If 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 you look at the album right in full. And you take Chillin', it's still a good album. So we know what Chillin' was supposed to do. Chillin' was the the chart, the chart chasing, big feature, big produce. Cool and Dre was on that. Lady Gaga, hottest fish grease. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she did the meat thing yet, or maybe she did. She wasn't but, even hot fish grease yet, honestly. But she, she was that yet. She was bigger than Wale. Yes, she was. But she you wasn't. Know what I'm saying? I think that was more, but that was more of a favor, you know. That was yeah. that was that was that that you can tell that was an A and R. Somebody said, "No, we're gonna get Gaga on this, and this is going to be the the shit. This is the hit. This is the single. We're gonna turn this in, and Jimmy's gonna green light it. You know, we probably gonna get some beats, and we out of here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When I don't think I don't think that should have been it. You know what I'm saying? The true fans of Wale would have probably needed a diary to lead out first or maybe the record with Cole which is my favorite record beautiful bliss you pair him up with somebody in his class you know what i'm saying you let them ascend together you push them out and then maybe a week before the album drop you hit him with this big record chilling that'll keep the record going after but leading out with this looking at looking at looking at if that's my first t- uh hearing of Wale that's not my steez thank god i did my my re- my homework and actually listened to the album, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I see what I, I can see what the play was." But hearing that on the radio, that's a that's a yo. If that's on Hot ninety seven, I'm gonna go to Power one hundred five until the song is done for me. Mm-hmm. I hate that record. Mm-hmm. I never. Uh, all right, never, understood. Correction: Poker Face was out around that same time, and Lady Gaga was like the hottest thing out. She was like that's that's why I was such a big deal that she was on the record. Like she was uh, like she was ascending at that time. Like, yeah, she, um, for like sure. so she she was hot, right? So I I agree with you that that's true. If that's your first time hearing Wale, you're like, yo, what the fuck is this? But what's the difference between Kid Cudi doing the Poker Face remix? Because, because, so, okay, Kid Cudi and Wale is not the same artic, artist, and they're not, uh, I think Wale, I mean, Kid Cudi doing um, the Poker Face thing is more his aesthetic. You know, his more of his bounce, his his he fit in. This was like, yo, Torian, we're gonna uh we're gonna put you with this because this is gonna be a great look. They don't care about how it sounds or how it translates, they just want the look. This is the look for you're Wale. Saying, so you're saying that uh that Cuddy doing the poker like flipping the poker face sample fits his aesthetic more than it yeah. fits. Yeah, Wale, for sure, for sure. Because I I, I tell you this, I tell you this. I don't think Wale Wale could get another Gaga feature. I don't think he can. No, I think there's a chance Cuddy could get one. 
So mm. my thing is, which one would you, or, or which one makes sense to run it back? You know what I'm saying? Would I run, would I run back another Cuddy? And, and, and they have this, oh my God, I hope we don't get, well, I'm going to work on my phrasing of this. They have this, uh, this energy that's more natural. It's not awkward. It's more awkward seeing Wale tag team with Cuddy. I mean, tag team with Gaga opposed to Cuddy pairing up with Gaga. I feel like there's something that that just felt like a label move. It it doesn't look natural, you know. He's definitely more of a fluid artist. He's more. He's more of a guy that will partner up. If Cuddy announced a tour with Gaga tomorrow, it nobody would, would be shocked. Nobody would be shocked. Nobody would be shocked. Bro, this record didn't. This record didn't even peak. Billboard. It made Billboard 100 at 99. This was. This is what a, a label would consider a flop. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so if you think about it that way, it just what direction as a new as a new listener, my first time hearing this, what direction. Am I am I going with with this guy? I don't know. Like, is 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 he gonna be a flow writer? Is he gonna be a a lyricist? Because he's rapping on here. But I was gonna say he's rapping on this. Yeah, he's rapping on here. But it's one of those records where you only care about the hook. You want mm. the hook to do what the hook do. Whether it gets you a ringtone, whether it gets you radio spins, whether it keeps whether it keeps the uh, lights on in the building. It. This is not about the record. This is about the hook. I felt yeah. like this was more for Gaga to get her to, uh, in front of black people. Nah, man, God, they wasn't worried about getting Gaga in front of black people. She had the kids already, as as they're um, amply called. She was fine. And, Lady and, Gaga was fine. Uh, and Gaga had a fat ass at that time. <laughs> so, so we was looking already. Look, I, I just think that a lot of... I, I, I'm, I wasn't mad at the album. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a fan of Lady Gaga, so I was actually pretty excited to hear it. I think Wale's a musical dude. I also I also give Wale um, credit for influencing Jay Z to travel with a live band. Um, I know a lot of people. Um, I I know Jay Z was doing it earlier, like you know, because he did stuff with the Roots. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like um, like Jay like when you know because he he managed Wale for a little while. I really yeah. feel that like Jay like really doubled down on it, like seeing how like Wale did it with the Go Go Band, because you know he didn't. Jay stopped traveling with the Roots, and, and a lot of the the band that Wale was traveling with, he started traveling with, with him. Why you think? Why you think Jay didn't give him a feature? That would have been very. That would have been really needed. I feel like Wale also. What 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 could hurt Wale's career in a sense, or maybe hold him down to the lower tiers of his peer group the opportunities that he got wasn't the best i mean even though nobody likes mr nice watch he got a jay feature uh jay has records with big sean um jay mm-hmm. jay jay has records with multiple records with drake and uh, to me all of them yeah you know what i'm saying wale is wale lyrically- have a song with jay. it just never it just it just never can't come out Meek well, you're breaking news. You're, you're, you're breaking news to me, my brother. Never heard about that. Yeah, they have. He has songs with Meek, and he has songs with uh, Wale. But like Jada never authorized them to use it. Like it was, yeah. 
Would you like to play for us together. today? This is great news, but I know, but but that would have helped Wale. Like okay, it would have helped so, me too. Think about like think about it and like that. And, but but look, it, but, it, but it helped me. Uh, listen, I've seen more pictures with Meek Mill standing next to Drake than Wale standing next to his old manager. Let's just put it like that. You know what I'm saying? Or 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 or. Look how many of his peer group. The only person that does not have uh, a Drake feature is Wiz, but we kind of know why Wiz don't have one, and and um and Wale. Why Wiz don't have a Drake feature? Why he don't have one? Because Wiz curved uh, the tour. Oh, oh the Club Paradise tour. Oh, Club yeah. Paradise. Are you kidding? It was me? yeah. They were. They actually. I think Wiz was. Uh, Drake was. No, Wiz was supposed to be on. Uh, one of the one of his single remixes. I could look that up real quick. But Wiz, Wiz curved. Uh, oh. Wiz curved Drake's tour. Gotta respect Wiz. Oh. Wiz, curved, Wiz was curving everything, man. He curved uh, MMG like he knew. He yeah. knew like he felt. He was like, yo, I'm not. Why would I be your opener, nigga? Like I'm. I'm I got black and yellow right right now. Yeah, he curved. I, I'll never forget when he curved MMG. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, currency curve too. Currency curve MMG. Nipsey curve MMG. Like Yeah, know. he uh he he and then he did his uh, own wake and bake tour, which which was smart, but at the same time, I know they were supposed to do a uh if I'm not mistaken, either I think Drake was supposed to hop on the black and yellow remix. Mm. Wiz has some really big fucking records, man. He like you were talking about funeral records before. That see you again shit is yeah. gonna have him paid for ever. Yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, like the royalties on that must be ridiculous. Um, but like, like we, I guess let's focus back on Wale, right? Um, so looking at this album, and like I was listening to this, and I was like, damn. This album, him doing this album live would probably be an experience. That would be an experience hearing this album live because he would have the instruments there. Like it would like really, he would have to do that. It's been, he should have did that for like the 10 year anniversary or some shit because that would have really went off. That would have been a way. Maybe, maybe he doesn't have the love for the album anymore. A lot of artists don't have the love for their first projects because it's not theirs. It's not what they really want to do. Yeah, that's something which is weird because I feel like a lot of the sound, like the production and everything is his, but I think maybe it's just the experience. Like how like Cameron talks about like a lot of it, a lot of I think his first two albums he doesn't really care for because like you know it was it had a lot of influence in it that he didn't want. So from from Big's big Biggie's love, old man, right? I did see him yeah, talk about big that. Un, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, un, yeah, actually, actually, I just got an idea for a new episode. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I am. I am. I do wish that he cared about this album because when I listen to it, it is a like we said, it's a departure from his from his other shit. But it's not to shit on his other shit either because when you listen to to ambition, ambition Great is album. like ambition is pretty good. A lot of people don't like ambition. Nah, that's his. That's that's his shit. That's his shit. I like ambition and I like full full orange. But ambition, ambition, ambition. He 
you know how like um ambition got that with him and neo right that shit was fire that's you know you know how uh uh white linen um yes you know how artists can literally sit there and say yo i put so much into this album this this is my album i felt Mm -hmm. like every record he took his time like even the way he rolled out uh, ambition with uh don't hold your applause for me like he's literally telling you yo appreciate me now please yeah. i want to hear yeah. you don't wait till i'm dead you know what i'm saying yeah. and then he he embodies his role in 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 mmg with the double mg the double m genius he got a classic record that way with Jer- let me tell you something with um with atlantic records and mmg they dropped the ball on two artists Wale and Omarion. Omarion gave them three hits, four hits, maybe. Right? And Wale gave them nothing but hits, everything but hits. You know what I'm saying? And it still didn't work out. Even in this time, him and Cuddy is still cool because Cuddy's on ambition. You know, he got a record called with Lloyd, and his voice is um he loses his voice and he's fighting through the to, to finish the record and it gives it a dope sound. Slight mm-hmm. work is on there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to me, to me, this is a classic album on the Wale's belt. Big Sean ate him up on that, by the way. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to Detroit, right, Reg? Um, but yeah, change like like every and, and then and then he has like he focuses on the the hip hop nostalgic, right? The the triple entendre meaning of chain music. Where he breaks it down. That's equivalent to uh Nas's gun record, where they talk about one thing, but it has a deeper meaning, right? His chain yeah. music, his chain music record, he talks about, you know, finally being in a position to have the luxurious chain, but look what that shit means. Mm-hmm. So while they while they while took off, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like yes, uh um uh attention deficit. What's his debut? But I feel like it was a prelude to what potentially could become of this artist. And mm-hmm. I think Ambition showed it what yeah. can be of this artist. That's why I don't think the double MG, uh, the double MG stamp hurt. I think it helped at this time. You know, what I'm saying he's uh, MMG is on Warner, so their only focus is MMG. But then when they get to Atlantic, that's when things get a lot of uh, it gets shaky, which which can also go against Wale's career. He never had a stable home as far mm-hmm. as label wise. He jumped from home to home to home to home to home. He's never been a priority. He's how never been. Think... As... No, go, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead bro. I was going to say, how do you think how do you think his career would have ended up if he just stayed on like not just the go go shit, but he just took his own path? Like, how do you think it would have ended up? Do you if, think if he, he if he would have stayed on his go go shit, I don't think he'd be this big. I think he'd be smaller. I he think would. he would be. I think but he would if be. He a, have, if he didn't have the backing of a Ross, how like okay? So I'll put it like this: How influential do you think he became or Ross became to to Wale's sound? How influential do you think that, that he uh, that he was? I think Ross helped him with his beat selection. I don't think I don't think anybody has ever, you know what I'm saying? So for example, that way uh, with Jeremiah Ross, right? That's a Lex Luger beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At that time, Lex is scorching. 
Mm-hmm. But Lex, Lex kind of throws him an R&B beat. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if he has the ability to reach Diplo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got, you got, you got, I mean, Mark Henry is all over this album. Tone P is all of this album. But I, I think that helps, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you see him trying to figure it out. Because remember, he, he I, I think he led this album with uh, that Bad Girls Club or with, with J. Cole. And that shit sucked. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he so he was still trying to figure it out, you know what I'm saying? But with Ross, with being on Ross, I think Ross gave him a lot of patience. You know, Ross actually believed in him. Ross gave him the ability to spread his rings. Ross didn't try to pigeonhole him. He didn't do do the trap vibes. Matter of fact, I think Ross got more smoother working with Wale. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, Ross got way more smoother being around Wale hearing his sound. You know, he definitely Rock- got younger. He definitely he got did. younger. He did. He did. He did. You know what I'm saying? This is I don't think I don't think Ross even imagines making a record like Dice Pineapples without without Wale being around or you know. You know, there's there's some records on on the on the compilation that Ross has credit yo Wale bought uh, I need that. I want that. Put that on the compilation. You know what I'm saying? The record with um uh, uh, when they talk about the snapbacks and uh, I oh hate that God. song. But you could tell that was that was that was easily that was easily a Wale influence record. Well, yeah, like I think that Wale brings a lot of shit. Like Wale is obviously a swaggy nigga, so I feel that like Rick Ross started probably dressing better and shit like that because <laughs> of Wale and like learning about shit. Like, nah, seriously, there's a lot of this, yo. I I, I kind of I want to say that this is a Wale appreciation episode, and I, I, I do feel like that this I, is I, the episode like, that Rob isn't here. I it's, do I feel like it. my fault, guys. I do feel like if all of the people who ever got some sort of sneaker, like Cole, Sean, Drake, got a Jordan, then Nike, you know what I'm saying? Wale never getting a sneaker. That's a, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That's really, really, really fucked up. And I could see how he feels. This goes to his point where he feels like, well, maybe I'm not light-skinned enough or maybe, you know, I, I don't fit the, 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 the mold of getting certain things because a person like Wale not teaming up with like a, a Puma, a Reebok, a, a whoever to, to, to design a shoe or merch or whatever, those are some of the things that also transcends to keep an artist relevant. You know what I'm saying? Look at Big Sean's merch goes through the roof. Big Sean has his own shoe. Drake, we, Drake, Drake, we all know what Drake merch do. You know what I'm saying? Look at J. Cole. The nigga was selling sneakers. The guy wears sweats hey, all over so, the place. So, so we get, so, but we get to a point with merch though, where it's the attachment to the artist first yeah. and not the yeah. clothes, not the clothes and the merch. Because I feel like I Big Sean. Big Sean quality of merch is really good. J. Cole's merch, I was looking at it the other day because he dropped some shit for offseason. And it's not very good. He dropped some very mid shit. But it's gonna sell because people love J. Cole. So it's gonna sell, it's gonna go. But I feel um, like Wale would have the reverse. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that shit yeah. hard. It yeah. made me Wale's. I don't fuck with that nigga music, but that shit hard. Mm-hmm. I think his would be the reverse, because I think his style transcends to to the younger crowd if anybody 
the two people we were uh the kids were dressing like was either Wale or Big Sean with the with mm -hmm. the teaser snapbacks, the pals, the G-Shocks, the bait. They embodied that that look. They had the image, they had the style. So I just felt like sir, the off the like you know how you say the off the court things, the off the mic things, what happens outside of the studio doesn't really help for uh for uh for Wale. Most people will go into They'll put the artists into acting. They'll see them in a TV thing here or there, or you'll you'll see them do merch or whatever else. Wale never got that uh, shot to work collab with a. The nigga did a whole Jordan Three record. You know what I'm saying? You would have thought, okay, Wale got this song talking and about the Jordan Three. It wasn't some basic shit. It was a deep ass song. You know what he had to. You know what he had to do to roll out that song? Go to Flight Club and buy every Jordan 3. Why not team up with Jordan and get a Wale exclusive? Fucking DJ Khaled got his own 3. Who the fuck wants to wear that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These are the certain things that if Wale had a stable home, a stable manager, a stable PR, a stable These something. Things, yeah. These are you, things that just created for himself organically but he needs somebody to help him like to, to facilitate that yeah he, yeah he he needed a manager like a uh that 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 just maybe like a whole vein uh or or somebody who just you know i i don't even know everybody knows uh these key people a part of their team like you can always like know somebody's team like you know who's in uh who's in J. Cole's team, you know who's in Drake's team, you know who's on Sean's team, you know who's on Cuddy's team, but you can't really name anybody in Wale's team, that's also a part of the attachment, knowing the team members, oh, okay, I fuck with his manager, I fuck, like we all know Chubbs, how many times you ever heard Chubbs speak? You know what I'm saying? We all, we all know, we all know who, uh, we know Felton, who graphics, uh, who's a, is, who's a part of the uh, art direction for um, Dreamville. We all know certain intangible players. I don't know nobody in Wale's team, whether it's a manager, assistant, his best friend. You know what I'm saying? That white guy, uh, I don't mean to uh, slander his name, but we all grew kind of grew. If you're a Wiz fan, you grew up with the white guy that's always around Wiz, who turned out to be his manager. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who is Wale's Scooter Braun? But that turn, but but that's also the artist doing that though. Like the artist, we know about Chubbs be, because Drake raps about him all the time. We know about Tez, uh, uh, Tez Bryant. Tez, yeah, they rap about him all the time. So it's like when you see these people, you're like, oh yeah, we hear about him. While they don't rap about his circle, that's up to him to do. Like you got to curate that. So with that being said, we could also say Wale. Could probably be his uh his own worst his own worst nightmare. Of course, yeah, we've always said that. Everybody, I feel like everybody has always said that. It's just certain things. Like I'm not in no way, and I'm not an A and R. I'm not like a manager. But obviously, we say all of this shit from the outside looking in, right? And and we say it because we feel like shit can go a certain way for the benefit of him. So yeah. like, Something just ain't right, man. Something ain't. Something ain't right. Like, yeah, it's something just, like you, you, you don't know his circle. And like he does. But the crazy thing is he does have a group of people that's around him. And just that he's always like he doesn't incorporate them like the way other artists do. Like, I understand what the point that L.A. is making. Like we everybody's teams, like we know their teams. Even Big Sean, who usually like the face of things like we do know his team. Right. Like it is very interesting, though, like while he has a team of, of people, I forget their names. 
like I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I know, but like, you know, I'm one of the people that's privileged for like some certain small, very small intricate behind the scenes shit. Very small, though, very small, very small. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, like I said again, I just think Jimmy Iovine and, and, uh, and, and, and this guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's this guy's name? Damn, what's Ronson? his name? Mark Ronson fucked him over. Yeah. yeah. I think Jimmy Iovine and Mark Ronson fucked him over, bro. Like, that's it. Like, that's like the meat and potatoes of it. I enjoy this album. It's 14 tracks. Good feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of been, like been listening to it all week. And I'm just like, damn, man, they really fucked this man over. Like, that's what I, I, I kept repeating myself saying. But I, think, I think, you know, you know, sometimes sometimes we, we see it a lot, right, where artists get mishandled, especially for their first time out. And and with Wale, we didn't see something like that. Like, I, I think, shit, randomly, A. Marie, one thing came on today. Like I, when I was at work and like that super powered go-go, I was in Detroit. I had ne- I didn't even know what go-go was till, till that song. And then I started like looking into it and I'm like, oh shit, like this is a whole culture of music. Like this is something else. And so when Wale surfaced, you know, it's not necessarily in the, it's not necessarily keen to that same sound, but you can see the same elements. So like, I think if he took his time to refine that sound, that's this is why I say maybe he should have like really drove it home with that album and maybe even did the rollout a little different because when you're introducing a sound, it takes some time. So like that was his chance to really put Gogo out there in that hip hop way. Like when you see when you see what Nelly did for St. Louis. And and for that sound and even for their accents and for their way of speaking and shit like that, like that took that took some time to really catch on. I think with Wale, maybe he didn't want to be pigeonholed, and so he went completely the different another way. But, I see that. Yeah, I could see that. But like, yeah, the fear of fear of being you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm not mad. I'm not completely mad at the way that his career has turned out. But I just wish that I got more of what I got on attention deficit. So, I, so I put it to you like this: Wale did. Uh, I remember. Yes, it's like 2015. He had talked about he wanted to do like a go-go album, like a mm-hmm. full go-go album. Ross okayed it and everything, but what happened was Ross went to jail. So uh, I don't know, like, if that held up the album or permission or, you know what I'm saying, or getting it cleared. But Wale I did say... I forgot that that man went to jail. Yeah. Uh, Wale did say he had a go-go album. I know uh, I know she gets clowned on a lot, but uh, Tanache was on it, he said. Um, Tanache so and I don't know why she gets clowned. She's so talented. I don't know neither. But she ain't got no neck. Oh, yeah, well... Yeah, that's what they be saying. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, uh, Wale did say he was going to make a Go-Go album. And, you know, I think he gives a piece of Go-Go at least one one record uh, an album, but it never it never pops off. Maybe maybe it, maybe that's us as the fans fault. You know, maybe if he got one to pop, he'd be more confident to do it again. Kind of like with the Nelly thing. Nelly had a few of them pop and it was like, fuck it, we here now. The door's open. Yeah. So maybe, open. maybe, maybe uh, he tried and the door didn't even crack. And he was like, all right, at least this it stays under the radar, you know. But then you you notice Wale started doing shit that hit. Whether it was his poetry at the end of the records or mm-hmm. the records or his records with women. 
Those were his number one singles. Wale never really got a rap number one single in a sense. Like, yes, he was rapping, but it wasn't on some like, yeah, it wasn't on some like, yo, uh, the record about the Jordan threes. It was more about Lotus Flower Bomb. So he saw what cracked. So he's trying. Wale was trying to stay. You know what I'm saying? He was doing whatever because to stay. He didn't have that ability that Cole and and Drake had when they say, "Yo, I have arrived. I could do whatever I want. I have the creative freedom, and my fans are gonna fuck with it. Even if yeah. mainstream don't fuck with it, my fans are strong enough to give me a number one." Wale didn't have that moment where he could say, "Yo." I'm here now. I'm gonna give you this go go song, and mm-hmm. everybody's gonna love it. So what yeah. what he did? He stayed in his pocket. He gave you matrimony. He gave you Lotus Flower Bomb. He teamed up with a powerful R and B act, and he gave you a number one. Period. Mm-hmm. And he gave. You, and pro- I applaud him. I applaud him for. Uh, he was on the whole vibe of like making music, like you know, like world, like world type records before. Yeah. Drake really took it and really took off with it. Like, like Drake, um, I think when Drake, he did that way before Drake did one dance, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Like he started working, he started working with artists in, in different countries and shit. And like it, and you know, really like cultural shit, like from where he's from, actually, I should say. Um, yeah, but see, but see, the, the brother's Nigerian. Like, we forget that. Yeah, I'm that's what I was gonna say. That. Like his and his real life name, I, I'm not gonna butcher it, but like. His, like, you know, like, obviously Drake uses his real name. J. Cole really is Jermaine Cole. But, like, Wale's name, like, has, like, a very strong meaning, the actual pronunciation of the of the, the full name. I'm not going to butcher it. But but it does have Wale in no. it. Yeah, it does. But I'm just, the beginning of it, I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to mess it up. But, um, but nah, yeah. like, he, he's nice. Like, I just think that, I just think that a lot of things got overlooked with him because of, like, I, I keep repeating myself. It's just that he wasn't standing next to someone properly. Like I, I really wish that either Jay had got a hold of him or Kanye had got a hold of him, and I think his career would have been different. Obviously, yeah. him getting with Ross wasn't terribly bad, but maybe if he would have started his career with Ross, we would look at him different versus him going to Ross after what we were introduced with. Mm-hmm. But that was only two years later, though, bro. It didn't matter. You already people already identify him. A certain way, and they thought that Ross was too. Cause you gotta remember, like Ross is like a gang, technically a gangster rapper. So they were like Meek fits, Pill fits. What the fuck is Wale doing here? Even though like Wale is from the DMV, or like gangster shit, he grew up around it. So it wasn't like he he was like you know, um, fucking John Legend or some shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like he didn't know what was up, but. People just didn't want that from him. I'm just saying. I think. I think. I really. I really feel strongly about this. Like. So well, let me ask you a question, right? Mm-hmm. The way we see LeBron, D Wade, and Melo, right? Obviously, Melo has no rings. Melo has no finals appearance. But we all understand Melo is like a one of the greatest scorers we've ever seen, right? And we're okay with that. Nobody needs to say, yo, Melo needs a, a MVP or, or or a ring to be a Hall of Famer. He doesn't need that. You know, we, we, we fully accept that he'll fall under the tear of great players to never win a ring. We just want to see Melo play, right? 
Why can't we do that for Wale? Why does Wale have to be the LeBron-esque, the Wade-esque, the KD-esque, even though his skill set says that, but if his career doesn't give him that, what's wrong with him being a Vince Carter? You know what? That's a really good example. But I, I think I think um I think reason being that we that we kind of want more from him is that I see the potential of more. Like you see how we kind of just we've accepted, we've accepted that that uh this is Mello, right? Mello is what 37? Yeah. He just turned 37. So like he's at he's that yeah. Yeah, he he just he just hit that uh that that part oh. in his career where it's like the respect thing. It's like kind of where where Iverson hit, where when when Iverson was on the Pistons, we was like, yeah, nah, it's it's over. But you're still Allen Iverson, like you you still that nigga. So like I think with Wale, it feels like he has so much ahead of him still. He has so okay, much. Okay, so so and what is time, it? This is it though, and at the same time. You can tell that he's not completely happy with where he is. Yeah. So yeah, that's sure. what he's makes us. That. Yeah. Mello has always seemed mad cool <laughs> with yeah. his position. Mello, Mello, Mello was Mello. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But Wale knows that he can offer more. He knows that he's nice, and he's been complaining about it for years. So, so that's the that's the difference right there. Okay, so what 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 is it? Because Wale also, has Wale has two number one albums. Wale has number one records. Not, Wale has number one singles. What does he need? A Grammy? What does he need? A, a, no, a, all right, I'm gonna a, tell you. I'm gonna tell you a, what Wale needs to do. What he will never do. Wale needs to Nipsey hustle it and go independent and do things indie. He'll be he'll get he'll get he'll be more grat he'll be he'll get more um it'll be more gratifying for him, right? But what happened is is that his Basically, early on in his career, even though like he first, he put out his first mixtape, I want to say all the way back in two thousand five. Like I, I forgot the name of it, but but the, like it was two mixtapes before um uh hundred miles and one. But he was on a label, and sometimes when your your first experience um in the music industry is being on a label, you don't want to go independent because you gotta do everything yourself. Like he he wants all those other things. But I think that if Wale was more hands-on with everything in his and in, in his creative process and his creative process as far as getting the music to his his fans, I feel like it would it would be more gratifying for him. And I you and don't he think he's do hands-on? No, I'm talking about as far as like like how Nip was. Like I don't think that like he knows like uh I don't think like he he interacts with his fans as as much as he can as much as he could. Obviously, physical CDs is not a thing anymore, right? But I think that. Wale, you know, he probably has a relationship with some some fans, but I really think that if he was independent, because you're independent, there's more footwork and there's more that he, more decisions that have to like that land on him and not a label executive per se. I think that he he will definitely be more like more satisfied in what's going on with his music. Okay, so let's go. Let's go. Wale prime example. Drops. Okay, prime example. Um, anytime the locks get interviewed, right? Styles P is like completely independent and right, as a solo artist. And, J- and Jada Kiss is label. Jada Kiss yeah. always says, I don't want to deal with none of that shit. I don't want to do it. But like Styles always like, but Styles is always happy with what happens with his projects, even though I might not do very well, because like he's he knows exactly who listens to his music and 
is not getting lost in the sauce. He has full control but, over the but marketing. Let and me ask like you a question. Wale, bro, Wale knows way more than these people at the labels know what to do with his projects. Literally, Wale comes into the label and tells them what he's going to do, and then they just have to execute it. So why not just handle all that shit by yourself anyway? Mm. I have a question. I have a question. If we're going to Reg's point, where Reg says, mm. you know, um, Wale wants to compete, Wale still wants to, Wale sees himself with the upper echelons, the higher tiers, right? Mm -hmm. He would still need a label to do that. He's not going to do that independently. He can't be that independently. I feel well, like if, right. he go, if he goes indie, that's him accepting, yo, I'm just mellow, I'm AI. Okay, no. I wish that opposed to him signing on MMG, I wish that he chose to go indie and worked his way back up. That's what I he wish. Would have, he would he would have never been who he is now. No way. He would be huge. He would be, no, a cult, he, he would be a cult figure. No, he wouldn't. You wanna know you wanna know who Wale would be like if he went indie? Who? Currency. No way. Huh? No way. No way. He would. He no would. way. Absolutely he not. Would. Absolutely, Absolutely not. Would. I don't, you know, even think, you, I don't think he would have be a cult currency, though. No, he would huh? not. He puts out a new tape like every fucking week. Yeah. No, I would not as, as much. I'm not talking about putting out music that much, but I'm just saying, like, the adoration like, and the love. Part. But yeah, we got to what, what, what people take away from currency was currency was the first young money member, bro. Yeah. He had, he had, that, he had that squad up following with the original. I was about to say, yeah, young, when the money, young money was squad up. Yeah, but when Young Money Furnished first became an imprint, Currency was the first artist on that imprint. That is I remember a it fact. Differently. Young Money wasn't a thought yet; it was still squad up. But I, I could, I'm not gonna argue with you on that because I'm not 100. But I, I, I don't remember Young Money. But, but, but I'm still saying, I'm still saying, Currency left Young Money, or, 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 because even early in the stage. Of Nikki and Nikki being there, she would take jabs at currency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, she would make mention that uh Wayne 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 doesn't have to worry worry. She would break double entendres and flips on currency. Or she, Wayne don't have to Wayne Wayne's first artist didn't work out, but she's the queen and blah blah blah. She's Nikki Whiskey. That was early when the currency wave, oh. right? So 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 with uh. Currency was able to leave with a fucking little Wayne fan base following, bro. I kept up with Currency because I was fucking listening to the squad up tapes, the dedication I remember, tapes. I still remember the Where the Cash At record with Remy. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Come on, bro. And that horrible green screen video. Uh huh. You know Don't what I'm saying? Surprised. Exactly. And they gave that record, they gave that record to uh currency. I remember when that shit debuted on 106 in Park. Yeah. So so he he left with something. Wally didn't leave in a scope with anything. Like I said, if we go back to me thinking chilling is all while I have, I'm not checking for that nigga again. Are you crazy? It's all about the presentation. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, bro. How how are you introduced to somebody is how you keep up with them. Whether I want to continue to root for them or if they come along, they come along. Wale would have had to hit up hit a couple of home runs indie for me to say, oh damn, let me let me actually go back and revisit. Currency yeah. was able currency had one of my favorite verses. Um 
with with the Wayne record. I forgot. Here's a little something about me. Currency can tell you how to flip a brick to a key. Uh, blah 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 blah. Uh, throw the uh, throw the Bentley off the uh, off a cliff, and that's what you call a Bentley dropper. Some shit like that. That was my favorite Currency line. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was able to keep up with Currency after the fact. Who Wale after Interscope? If him going to uh, uh with Ross saved his career. And it, it's okay. I, I don't think if Wale doesn't ever uh, can do a sellout arena tour by himself, so what? But then you got to look at it this way, right? Neither can Ross. So maybe that's the same thing too. Ross has never done an arena tour. So how can yeah, I don't think he ever will. Yeah, you're right. So how do you expect the person next to him to do that too? But you know who has done arena tours? How, how did the world meet Drake on an arena tour? So you get in practice performing in front of an arena, that is something you're going to try to sustain. Same thing with Nikki. Same thing, same thing with fucking J. Where did we meet J. Cole? Next to J in a fucking arena. You know what I'm saying? If we met Wale at, at, at BB King's, then that's probably where we're going to see him again. Hmm. When, you look at, when, you, when, you, when you look at Wale on the road, I've never seen him do like you never seen him go on tour with big acts. Even if he opened up, he didn't swallow that pause. You know what I'm saying? But even then, it was like okay, Jeezy knew to go on tour with Jay. So did Trey Songs. They knew they knew they would even if they were opening up. That was the biggest crowd they had. Same thing. That was you know a, that was their that was their man. Just let me finish, brother. Mm. Even with Khaled, right? He knew good and well. Open up for Beyonce. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or open up with Jay. Because uh, I'm doing a baseball tour? A baseball uh, uh, stadium was the, tour? Uh, was that the formation tour? Or, or Yeah, it was either that or on the run tour. It was one of them shits. But yeah, it was on the what? run. Yeah, those are, those are certain things that that, that I, I don't think I don't think helps Ale. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, how much are we going to ask for a guy who, who, who doesn't have the access to those things? You know what I'm saying? I guess, I guess, I guess, you know, the question even came about because he's always expressed wanting more for himself, or he's always expressed being an underdog and being tired of being an underdog and being nicer than a lot of niggas and not getting. But it's 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 not about being nice, bro. We we we. It's not. That's horrible. I think that that's what sucks about these rapper rappers, like. They don't have the other intangibles that goes into the, the the artistry of being just more than the artist. Now, what what may help? I mean, more than the rapper. What may hurt Wale is because he feels like he can do the other things. He, I can give you a, a a wedding record. I could give you a prom record. I could give you a party record. I could give you a battle rap record. I could give you a Macy's record. I could give you a Flight Club record. I can mm-hmm. do it all, right? But yeah, you can. But what team are you on? You know what I'm saying? That hurts. Yeah. That hurts. We see that now. Everybody's clicking up. Yeah, you clicked up, but out of all the clicks, your click is not the highest click. You're you're, you're clicking a, with MMG. That was a great click, right? Three good three good people, right? Cool. But then what happens? That was like the Celtics. They had their run, but then what happens when Wade Bosch and and and, and uh and LeBron decides to team up. Who we gonna wanna watch more? That's when good music comes and they come in full throttle, 
And I'm I'm more entertained by good music at this point. They're more versatile. I could get more out of them. I'm gonna listen to uh, Cruise Summer before I listen to uh, the first MMG album. You know, so I just I just think I just think where he fits on the total pole. I think Wale overachieved in my in my. It's just how you it's perspective. I feel like Wale overachieved getting getting released from your first uh, album in oh in oh nine. Then coming, then uh, teaming up with Ross, uh, being a part of MMG. Being I feel like I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm no, you're sorry not. to cut you off. I I really am, but you know you've been talking a long, long time. I'm sorry to cut you off. I feel like Wale could at least be on Big Sean's level. Period. What's Big like Sean's that's... level? Because because if we look at the albums comparison, Sean, Wale Big... wins. So what's Big Sean's level? Are we talking popularity? To who though? Who you talking about? To who though? I think. Because Big Sean has some massive songs, like huge. I said albums. If we do the album catalog, if we do catalog collections, right? Who has a better catalog? In that's, your not what I, that, that's not what I'm but hearing. Your, like, I, I but I'm said. asking you, in your opinion, who has a better catalog? Wale or Sean? I'm be, I, I'm I'm gonna keep it a, a stack with you. It's about even, and I'm I'm kind of I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm leaning towards Wale, so it's fifty-one forty-nine for me. Right, because um, Hall of Fame, I, I like a handful of songs. Big Sky Paradise, I think, is fucking mag. Big Sky Paradise, I think, is magnificent. And Detroit, I think, is magnificent. Detroit Two, I think, is magnificent. Detroit's no count because then we, if you're gonna count Detroit, then we then then count for Lauren for Wale. I do. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm thinking about like you said, body of work. You didn't say just studio. I album. said catalog. That's in his catalog. It's just yeah, like, I mean, it's all, it's it's open to that. What I'm just right, saying, right, what fine, I'm saying fine. is that I, I just told you, I for me, they equally make this the good like their music is just as good as one another's. But Wale fifty one percent, just because I just prefer Wale sometimes to Big Sean. Okay, like if I go and like if I if I go on a title or Apple Music right now, I'm typically going to like play like a Wale song because he has some of like my favorite songs like ever in my life like so there's certain songs that he has that i'm always going to go back to more so than big sean but is 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 it, it's a toss-up like because it's not like i'm mad if i was to okay so, big so, sean so what does wale need to equal up to big sean what's the difference he needed the, the fucking co-sign the time he came out and that's what i've been saying the whole episode maybe he have a celebrity <laughs> girlfriend no it's not that he didn't need a celebrity girlfriend i'm just telling you nobody cared about her sorry he what well, Wale needed he needed that coach not early on in his career and it just never happened for him. It didn't work out that way. What do you mean? Was, I mean nobody cared about him and Solange, and we found that out. If him and Solange, if him and Solange openly dated, people absolutely would have cared about it. But yeah, but that's what I just said. We found out after after the fact. Yeah, we found out after they broke after she curved his ass and got him fired from Rock Nation. Is that true? He ain't work for Rock Nation after he broke up. I mean, he wasn't married by him no more. <laughs> okay. Tori has been breaking news all day, bro. <laughs> so maybe that Jay-Z, maybe that Jay-Z feature would have uh, saved his career. Maybe him staying with Solange would have saved his career. Maybe if they didn't break up, he would have been on Rock Nation. Well, I don't want to say, I don't want to say save career because he's not on the, he's not drowning. He's good. I don't think so neither. I just don't think he is where 
he wants to be. Now, I haven't heard a complaint from him in a while, so maybe he's content now. No, 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 no. I think he 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 wants to stop being the complainer. Okay. You know what? You know a uh, you know how um black women feel like when they voice themselves, they become they they get considered the nagger. You compare this man to women. <laughs> Just listen, bro. See when you when you do that when you do that. Hey, thank you. I feel like the same thing with Wale. When he complains, he doesn't get heard. He gets misunderstood. He gets deemed as one thing when he needs another. Kind of like black women when they voice their opinion, but instead of somebody listening to them, they'll say, "Oh, they're nagging," or "You don't want to be the angry black woman." Wale's tired of being labeled the disgruntled artist. The uh. The person who's always complaining, something who's never happy. He, he he's trying to change his image, even the way he does. Which is why he's now transparent about him having anxiety or or being awkward or or sharing because always he's always done that though. But he's I think, been. but I think now my, it's my like dude, okay. look at the album title. Like it, he's never hit it. What are you talking about? The the album title. Attention okay, to just play. let me just let me finish. Eat your fruity loops and 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 I'm not even trying to build muscle. I'm trying to like talk. I want to be I want to be really regicized. This nigga, this nigga was eating uh raspberries and blueberries with uh with protein muscle milk. I was, so, yeah. I want to be <laughs> so yeah. I just feel like he he wants to change the narrative that's attached to Wale. He doesn't yeah. want to be labeled as the complainer. So yeah, I still feel like he's complaining because fucking uh Atlantic is, I mean, uh Maybach is back on Warner. Like I said, he's never had a steady home. His last album, um, what's the shit? What's the shit? Uh Wild Ass Crazy. He's back on Atlantic. I mean, he's back on Warner. You know what I'm saying? So oh, it's like crazy album. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's never. He's never had a, a a solid home, son, and I just feel like those are some of the things that Wale Wale uh mm-hmm. needed to uh to be at that level that Torian feels he should be at. But for me, I personally think yo, this nigga is great, and I okay. think his fans know that too. Well, no, his fans definitely know that, and his fans really, really fight for Wale supremacy. They want, they yeah, want. Yeah, I wish. To I be. wish Robbie Dutchman could have been here today. I wish he could too. I would have loved to hear his takes on this, but he's gonna be. And I know when he listens to this episode, he's gonna want to fucking jump through his phone and and argue with all of us. So I'm I'm curious to see what he thinks. But to his surprise, we didn't shit on Wale. This is all, you know, us trying to figure it out, us talking about his trajectory, us talking about where he was then and where he is now, and what could work best. You know, so I'm happy with it. This was this was really a good episode. LA, you brought up some good points, man. Thank you, bro. I yeah. like being here. You guys are the best. I love you guys. I want you guys hey, to man. be great. Leo season is upon us. This has been great, man. I I am and will always be first class Reg. And I am and will always be Torian B, aka El Padrino, aka Big Chocolate Dropper. In the building, and I will okay. always be first class seat. There we go. So we are out. Of, we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>